My name is Amanda and I'm here with my very lovely mother, Jeanette. Hi there. <laughs> yeah. And today we're going to talk about our favorite things to do in Epcot. So a couple of weeks ago, we did our favorite or like our top rides in Epcot. But this week, we're actually going to gonna talk about our favorite things to do that are non-ride related. So they can be, you know, anything from shopping, not restaurants either, like food, but anything from like maybe like small dining experiences mm -hmm. uh, to shopping, to shows, things like that. So yes, I'm excited to hear what your top 10 are. We, de we decided this episode, I kid you not, just this morning. So we both just scrambled to put together our <laughs> That's because Amanda knows how much it takes to do her last podcast, which was a lot of work. Yeah. So um, we, we scrambled to yes. come up with our, our top 10 list. It's hard to come up because you can either go so broad where it's like, well, yes. I like to eat, I like to I shop, know. and I like to walk around. But the joke is, is that <laughs> even without the rides, like when you said do without rides, without restaurants, and I'm like, what do I put on here? But when you really think about it, I mean, I just love being in, in Disney just because I just love being in Disney. I mean, I don't have to go on rides. I don't have to go, you know, do anything. I just, there's so many things you can do that just, you don't even think about. Yeah, no, for sure. So I try to be quite specific with mine, but what is, what is I got as number? specific as I could get with. Yeah, what is your number 10? Well, my number 10 is shopping and connections. Okay. Because I have to admit, I, I miss the old store. What oh, was the old the store? Old store. Uh, Mouse, Mouse Gears. Gears. The new one is called Creations Shop. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Connections. I'm sorry. Creations? I, I think it's Creations. Creations. I got Shop. it wrong. Yeah. Creations. Oh, Connections, I think, is the food oh, place the food next to it. The, yeah. Okay. Creations. I like the old store. I like the atmosphere of the old yeah. store, I think. I think I just like the atmosphere of the old store and how things were set up. This is more open, modern. Not, I just like it's change, and I like the old stuff. So, <laughs> so you're just like I still like going in, the, in there. In the old store? <laughs> right, I like the old store. Um, I like going in there because they have all the merchandise, you know, because you can go through and see all the new merchandise, you know, everything they're, they're featuring. They do have some stuff that's just for Epcot. So you can go in there and see all the new stuff and some of just the Epcot-related merchandise and stuff. So I enjoy shopping in there. I just miss the old layout. All right, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That is funny because in my number 10, I put shopping and creation shop. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> okay. But I actually like the new creation shop better than the old mask oh. gear. And I think it's because I actually like that look of it. I think I like the bright atmosphere oh, in no, there. Yeah. I like the way things are set up. Mm -hmm. it, the layout makes more logical sense for shopping. But I agree. I think creation shop and mask gear as well. Like Epcot tends to get a lot of the newer gear in first in mm -hmm. comparison to other ones. So I think Epcot and Hollywood Studios get a lot of the new stuff in before yes, like Love shopping Kingdom, in Hollywood World Studios, Disney, yes. especially Animal Kingdom. Animal mm -hmm. Kingdom doesn't get anything. I feel like <laughs> no. they get their own their own special their stuff. Own stuff. But yeah, but I feel like a lot of the cool stuff tends to be there. Also, Epcot is my favorite park, so be, I love all the Epcot gear. I love seeing mm -hmm. all the Epcot items. I love all the festivals in Epcot as well. So I love seeing all you know all like the, the festival, festival themed stuff, right? you know things items That's what I said, as well. They get all Epcot related merchandise. Yeah, for sure. So it's like in, in that sense too. Yeah, I kind of just like yeah all all those types of mm -hmm. things. So yeah, so I do like I don't want to put Creation Shop on here because I do think it is a good store to to pop in and out of. But yeah. All right. What's in your number nine? Number nine is going through Epcot when you're walking around and they have all the food booths. Yeah. Not that we eat in every food booth and we do sample here and there once in a while, but not that we eat in every food booth, but I love looking at the signs. Yeah. Because oh, I how love, it's all themed. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's all themed for the country. And I love looking at all the ingredients. I'm a, I like to cook. I'm not a baker. I'm not a big dessert eater either. I'm a food eater. So I like looking at all those signs as we walk around only because it just gives me that I feel for each country, what they're putting in their food and what they're serving as yeah, what they sure. think is a signature ditch. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy that. Yeah, no, I like that too. I love too, especially how busy the park feels when mm -hmm. there's when there's all those booths around and people eating the food, right. and, you know, trying to you know get the food that they want and stuff. I think mm -hmm. it's really fun in that sense. I like that atmosphere. Uh, I don't have the food booths on mine at all, yeah. so that's why it's like, yeah, no, I do like the food booths. So I think it's fun. And my number nine, I just put right now the nighttime show because right now before it was harmonious, mm -hmm. before that it was illuminations. Now it's going to be luminous. So I just kind of and right, actually right now technically it's Epcot Forever, but the new show coming 
coming out as luminous. Mm-hmm. But I do like nighttime shows in a general sense. I do think the ones in Epcot are fun. I like that Epcot tends to do a lot of shows that are themed around coming together about like world peace, so to speak, like bringing the nations together. And I kind of like those overall themes that Epcot tends to go with for their nighttime shows. I think they're quite fun. I like the idea too that, especially in Harmonious, I'm assuming Illuminations, or sorry, I'm assuming Lum- Luminous and Epcot Forever do the same, where they have songs that are sung in the native li- in the native countries where like the movies come from. Like that was one of my favorite parts of Harmonious. Oh, yeah. Was that, yeah, the Mulan songs are sung partially in Mandarin and then also partially in mm. English as well. I thought that was really special. So I love seeing that. I think just think that's really fun. So I want to put the nighttime shows here. All I will say, I'm a big firework person. I feel like Epcot doesn't do as many fireworks as like Magic Kingdom does, for instance. Right. It's but, not a firework show. It's more a yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, a nighttime show. But I do still like it as a nighttime show. It's still really great. So, and then what is in your number eight? Okay, it's getting a snack. Two countries I like to get snacks in. Okay. One is China, because <laughs> I love egg rolls and I love dumplings and theirs are really good. And, and usually by the time we're, service, right? right, usually when we're over there, we're tired. <laughs> so it's a good place to get an egg roll or a thing of dumplings and just sit in their cafe and, you know, have a drink and eat, usually get a boba. Yeah, um, bubble tea. Yeah. Bubble tea. And um, we sit there and we eat. And then the other place is France, because I like to go in there and get their, what I call elephant cookies. Um, yeah, they, the elephant ears. Yes, yeah. I call them elephant ears. But France is always a fun place to go because you can sit out by the fountain, people coming and going. It's very busy. There's people coming, there's people going. It's a good little snack to get. They have yeah. like, you know, different things that you can get they and hang out. a lot of different character meet and greets over there too. So sometimes you see the characters. Yeah, you see the, the characters distance. and stuff. So it's yeah. a cool little place to stop and sit and, you know, watch the people go by. So that's my number eight is getting like a snack here and there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have snacks later on in my list. And my number eight, I'm putting these two as one item, even though they technically could be separate, but it was hard to limit it down to 10. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I have walking around the world showcase to see specifically the Christmas trees in the festival of the holidays nice. or the topiaries during flower and garden festival. Oh, okay. Because I love seeing how, mm-hmm. especially for the festival of the holidays, how each country celebrates the holidays. Mm-hmm. I think that's really special. I think it's really cool how each country will do something slightly different. They have the different depiction of who like Santa Claus would be. So in America, right. obviously it's Santa Claus and other countries it's not Santa, but it's a different type of character who'd be around in like the winter season. So I like seeing that too. I think that's really fun to see from that cultural aspect and learn about different cultures. And I think that's mm-hmm. really, that's really cool, honestly. Yeah. And again, I just like seeing too how they decorate for Christmas <laughs> in, in all the different countries, countries or any holiday as well. So like what holidays do they celebrate in the winter? It may not be Christmas. It could be something else. Right. And yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really excited to do that this year because we haven't been to Epcot in the Christmas season in a while now, in a couple of years. Yeah, it's at been least. a couple of years since we've been there yeah, at Christmas. So it is really fun to do mm-hmm. that. And again, taking photos of all the trees and you yeah, know, I'm looking forward all to the it. characters is fun. And again, same thing with the topiaries. I love the topiaries of the mm-hmm. Flower and Garden Festival. That's one of my favorite things about the Flower and Garden Festival is all the topiaries. And I know they tend to reuse the same topiaries every year, but every year they usually add like one new one. Right. And they usually bring them, out new ones. But even when you see yeah. them every year, they're still amazing yeah, to look still at. they're so cool to see. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they move around. They're usually like in a different spot in the pavilion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they move pavilions. Like the dragon used to be in the China pavilion. The, the last few years has been in the Japan right. pavilion. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they move around a little bit from the front of the park, maybe to the back of the park, you know, depending upon where they could fit or something. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really fun every year to see like where the topiaries are going to be placed this year and you know what what theming they'll do around it so i think Mm -hmm. that's really fun so i love the topiaries and i love the christmas trees (laughs) all right what's in your number seven werther's oh werther's (laughs) werther's to me and it's not even like i eat a lot of 
caramel, all right? Half the time, it we don't even buy amazing. anything. Yeah. We just want to go in there to smell it. Yeah. Okay? I just want to smell it. And actually, my memory is going to be about Werther's um, <laughs> later on. But I just like the idea that you walk in there and you smell that caramel and that you watch them making that caramel popcorn. And it just brings back just that feel of just being it's like in there. such a comforting smell. Yes. Comforting it's just feeling. great. I mean, yeah. you know, you go into a lot of places where they have smells. They have, you know, potpourri or they have things baking or chocolate chip cookies or this or that or the other thing. You walk into the Werther's shop and it hits yeah, you smell right in the caramel face. caramel and popcorn just Yes, so it good. just hits you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that was my number seven. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really good one. I don't have that. I have something similar though on number seven. Mm. I have Shopping in the World Showcase, but specifically my favorite ones. So again, I, I mean, like it could be all of them, I'm being honest, mm-hmm. but specifically I'll talk about China. China is one of my favorite ones. I think China has such a great array of items in the China pavilions, mm-hmm. like shopping, from clothing items to actual like items to fancy jewelry, to costume mm-hmm. jewelry, to like, you know, little plushies, to right. like more authentic Chinese kind of decor or items. So yeah, I just really love all the all the items in China. Same thing with Japan, same reason. They have uh-huh. such an so array much, that, yeah. that spans everything possible in Japan. Also, I think just Japanese culture in itself leans a lot towards that, like, I forget what they call it, but like that cutesy type mm-hmm. of items. And I just love that stuff. I think it's really fun. I have Italy as well. I love all the high fashion that you see mm-hmm. in Italy. Again, all the perfumes, the leather bags, the clothing mm-hmm. there, the masks for Venice. The Three of our mask. favorite stores to buy stuff in. <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, so I had to include Italy. Mm-hmm. I also threw in the United Kingdom as well. I like walking through the United Kingdom. I don't tend to buy a lot in the United Kingdom. However, I do like seeing well, they all have the items. Winnie the Pooh. They have the Winnie the Pooh stuff. They have mm-hmm. a lot of like Kath Kidson themed items. Yes. She has a very like feminine, like floral type mm-hmm. of like of aesthetic. And that's a lot of their items are kind of in that Kath Kidson type of aesthetic, which I like. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't drink tea, I love seeing all the different types of tea. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I like idolized tea, even though I really don't like tea. <laughs> yeah, just, she tries. I, yeah, I try so hard to like tea. And it just has not happened yet. So one day I'll become a tea drinker. It hasn't happened. I've even had like an actual English man make me tea before. My, my manager is, is in the United Kingdom right now and he's made me tea and I still can't do it. So but, yeah, but I love walking around the UK too. They also sell like UK candies that you don't normally find in America, which is fun. So you get to see like different candies and stuff too mm-hmm. in the UK that I, that I do like. And the last one I have on my list here is Norway. I actually love the Norway shops as well. Uh-huh. We don't always go through Norway, but the high quality Norway items they sell is amazing. Wow. Well, yes, they especially the, for people who want to buy winter stuff. Yeah, they sell the really high quality mm-hmm. jackets, like mm-hmm. the ski pants, the sweatshirts. Sweaters, hats, everything. everything. And it is so beautiful to see mm-hmm. those like chunky knit, gigantic mm-hmm. sweaters that you'd wear if you lived in a place that was below freezing on right. a daily basis. <laughs> so phenomenal to see those items. I also love the perfume as well in Norway. I mm-hmm. feel like France is more well known for their perfume, but each pavilion actually sells perfume. Perfume, the, yes, they all do. Yeah, the perfume in Norway is mm-hmm. my favorite, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy it last time I was there, but I've been thinking about it and I may go back and like smell it again and decide if I'm going to buy perfume in Norway. Yeah, but I do love the items in Norway as well. So I just want to give- nice jewelry too, Norway. Norway is very delicate Mm -hmm. jewelry. Yeah, so yeah, I just want to give a shout out to some of my favorites. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I love all of the shopping in every pavilion, like especially, again, we can just go through the whole, all all 11 pavilions we really want to, like Mexico and- Obviously uh, we love to shop. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, but yeah, but those are just a few of my favorites. So shopping specifically in the World Showcase, but all right, what is your number six? It's a seasonal thing. It's seeing all the international Santas. Yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it's a seasonal thing, number six. I love seeing all the international Santas. When you're there at Christmas, every country has its own Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I don't know if they still do it, but years ago, they used to all congregate at the front when you come down the yeah. main entrance from Epcot to the lake and they have that one big Christmas tree that faces, um, uh, that sits right in front of the lake. They used to have all the Santas used to come up there on the stage at one time. I don't mm-hmm. think they do that anymore. I don't think so No, either, I think what but... they do now is you just see them in each country. They'll yeah. show and up. There's like post-it tell... times that you know that they're going to be out. So you yes. can like, talk to them, take photos. Yes, you talk, they take photos, they tell stories about 
about, you know, their culture and stuff. I have to say that their snow, their Santa in the American Pavilion is the most authentic Santa I've ever yeah. seen. He does look like a good Santa mm-hmm. Claus. We have a family Santa. picture with Santa <laughs> and Mrs. Claus that I put out every Christmas for us. Um, Amanda was a baby. She was sitting on his lap and it was just, um, it's great because he was always the, the best Santa. And when we lived in Pennsylvania, we had the whole week of Thanksgiving off. So we tended to go to Disney during that week because when you woke up the day after Thanksgiving, it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we got to be there during that week when we were, kids were off from school. And the next day we would make sure that Epcot was all planned because that's where we would see Santa. Yeah. I would bring you kids to see Santa there because he was the most authentic one I have ever seen. Yeah, no, for sure. And you imagine too, Disney would make sure they have a really great person playing Santa yes. there. So um, yes. no, I definitely agree. Even when we went like a couple years ago, I remember specifically waiting to see Santa. I didn't want to go in line because um, there's lots of kids in line mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was like, all right, don't take away from the Stay kids. Side. But when he was kind of between that, you kind of like can wave at him and he'll wave at people you know, <laughs> yeah. or just in the pavilion as like, you know, they're between getting the kids in and out of the of the line and stuff. No, but that's true though. I think they mm-hmm. do have a great Santa. He is authentic. Pavilion. You look at him and go, that's Santa. And that's what makes you think too, the other people representing Santa in the mm-hmm. other countries must also be quite be authentic, authentic too to whoever they're representing. Right. Whatever so that's one of my favorite characters. things. It's seasonal, but it's one of my favorite yeah, things. No, same here. Again, same thing with Christmas trees. That's why I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's seasonal. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, that was your number six, right? Right. All right. My number six is taking photos in the China Pavilion. The China Pavilion oh. to me is one of the most aesthetically pleasing pavilions. Mm. I will say because of the layout of the China Pavilion, it's hard to take good photos because it's very bright there. There's not a lot of shading in the China Pavilion. No. So you have to go there either early in the morning, late at night, or during like a nice cloudy day to get like some of the best photos. But I love the China Pavilion so much for photos. I think it's so, so beautiful. Honestly, I love the Chinese architecture. I think the gardens in front of China mm-hmm. are so lovely just to walk around. The same thing kind of going back to the Flower and Garden Festival. They put out the 12 Chinese zodiac oh, animals yikes. around this area as well. So you can see all the different area animals that is represented in the Chinese uh, horoscope. And I love seeing those too. I love walking around taking photos of them. Mulan does her meet and greet as well right. and like kind of the bamboo sort of in the back. But sometimes she just walks around. Mm-hmm. And they also have some acrobats too in the China Pavilion, which is fun to take Show, photos yes. of. Very, yeah. very entertaining. And sometimes Show. they also have the Chinese dragon as well, seasonally as mm-hmm. well. So but yeah, but taking photos in the China Pavilion is great. It's a really great spot to take photos. There's like this little bridge in front of like the main building in China that you can take photos on. You can take photos with like the garden behind you. You can take photos all the way in the back where the buildings are. So it's a bit more, it's like as if like you're just sitting in your little bubble tea. Even where the quick service is, looks so cute for like mm-hmm. a little Chinese quick service. <laughs> so no, I love taking photos in the China Pavilion. I think it's really great. So. Well, I think they do. Like I said, any country really does that. But even yeah. China, you go into the restaurant, you go into the yeah, it's just into so the pretty. courtyard. Yeah. It looks like China. Mm-hmm. All right. What is in your number five? Sitting in Italy. Yeah. Just sitting at those tables right at like the front where you're just kind of walking into the plaza. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know what you mean. And just sitting right there and just watching the people go by on one side and just looking at the Italian plaza on the other side. Of course, since you've been to Venice, we get a whole history lesson while we're sitting yes. there. So <laughs> we feel like we're really in Italy. But you can feel like you're in Italy, technically. You sit at the, we sat at those tables last time we were there because, like I said, we do get tired and we sit down and relax and watch the people go by. But Italy is interesting because, like I said, they have that guy comes out and does all the little yeah, tricks Sergio, and stuff and has the people yeah. around and, you know, keeps everybody clapping and happy and stuff. And then he leaves and then it's just quiet. And then, you know, people coming and going. I enjoy doing that, just sitting in that, especially that part of the park. For some reason, it just the look of it and looking across the lake and yeah. just seeing it just makes well, me happy. Well, because it almost feels like you could be in Venice. Yes, you know? That's just what makes Venice me happy. Is, basically. Yes. <laughs> it's just all water like that. It's all canals or right. the Venetian lagoons. So, yeah. so the Venetian lagoon is just the world showcase. Right. It just happens to be at that one of those points where we say, oh, it's time to take a break. <laughs> yes, to sit down. Right. And then you convince yourself to buy that leather bag in the town. Yes, go back in and buy the leather <laughs> so- bag that we want. <laughs> and my number five, I have kind of similar to taking photos in 
the China Pavilion, I have wandering through the Moroccan Pavilion. Oh. I mm-hmm. think since they've mm-hmm. expanded the Moroccan Pavilion further back, it is so incredible to walk through this one because I feel like this is one of the more immersive pavilions mm-hmm. because when you're walking through those like the little crevices of the Moroccan Pavilion, you can't see the rest of Epcot from there. You look up and you just see the blue sky right. and like you could be in, you Morocco. know, in, in Africa. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I am in Africa right now in Morocco walking around, you know, Marrakesh or something like that. Right. And I think it, that's that's insane. You know, it's insane to think about. It's like it I'm, in a, very I'm well in a real bazaar. Yes. Yeah, the way they've, they've done Even it. Even their quiet room, everything is yeah, very, very... the quiet very... room, the smells that you're in there, mm-hmm. like all those Moroccan spices. It's just like the incense, everything. It's like all all the items that you're surrounded by are all they did authentic a good job. items. Mm-hmm. I know we've done a whole deep dive into the Moroccan pavilion, but the king of Morocco actually sent his personal advisors over when this pavilion was being created to make sure that it was as authentic and genuine as it could be. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, that's amazing to walk around and be like, yeah, it's like the king of Morocco approved of this pavilion. Mm-hmm. Again, I have not been to Morocco. Would love to go to Morocco one day. And I imagine when I go to Morocco, I'll come back and be like, yep, this is yes, just a little tiny like, place That's what we did with France too. When yeah. we went to France, because mm-hmm. I, you know, like I said, I have not been to Venice. So, but yeah. you know, you go to France and we came back and I looked at the the things along the lake there and said, that's exactly what it looks like along yeah, the same. It's same. just a little slice yes. right here. A little slice of France right there. Oh, yeah, like the details mm-hmm. in the Moroccan Pavilion are just so incredible. But I love that feeling of when I walk through it, I just pretend it's like I am currently in Morocco. Morocco. I'm no longer in Florida. And that is amazing to feel. Mm-hmm. But I love just kind of wandering. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I named my cat Morocco after this pavilion. Mm-hmm. So she's named Morocco because of this pavilion. <laughs> yeah. I would not have picked Morocco otherwise. So love the Moroccan pavilion. All right. What's in your number four? Mine is the nighttime show. Nighttime like show. I said, it's not a, I would not consider it a firework show. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the show that's on right now. Um, it's okay. I don't think it's as good as the last show, the first well, show. Well, we haven't seen, have you seen Epcot Forever? Yes. I have not seen Epcot Forever. Oh, wait a minute. Not the one that's on right now. You I think harmonious? we missed that one. Harmonious. Yeah. The harmonious ended yes. in April. Harmonious was the last the one. show we yes, saw. Yes. We the last Epcot. one I saw, yeah. I should say. The last one I yeah, saw. We did harmonious. not see the new one. Yeah. Right now, well, it's not really new. Epcot it's Forever was, it's kind of like the, the interim show. Yes. The interim show. Illuminations and Harmonious. Yes. We kind of missed the interim shows. We missed the interim show before they had Harmonious too. Yeah. It was Epcot Forever. That's what it was. Yes. brought it back. Yeah. We missed that back then too because it was too cold the night that we were there. We had to leave because that's how cold it was. But, um, but yes, the, I, I like the show. I really, I just love it. I just love watching the shows because they're Disney music. Mm-hmm. It's Disney music. It's it's entertaining. It's, you know, water and fireworks and whatever. I still like watching it. I may not like it as much as some of the other ones they've had. Yeah. And maybe I won't, I'll like the new one better, but I do like watching yeah. the show. Like if you just think of the production scale mm-hmm. of what it takes to put these shows on every right. single night, yes. seven days a week, it's just phenomenal. It's, like, amazing. it's amazing. You watch it and it just draws you in. I mean, it doesn't yeah, like, matter. We yeah. don't stand, you know, we don't wait four hours to to go sit and be right at the front anymore. We're at that point now where we can just stand behind somebody else. It's no big deal and watch the show and enjoy it and not have to fight for, you know, joggle for a place or whatever. So I do enjoy it that we stand there and we listen to the music and we get to be entertained. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now again, that's why I had the nighttime show too on my list. Mm-hmm. So, and my number four, this is quite specific, but it's watching the koi fish in the Japan Pavilion. Oh. <laughs> the koi fish are so cute. So if you don't know, when you walk into the Japan Pavilion, they're kind of to the left. And mm-hmm. I think they get overlooked a lot because people don't really like it looks like a garden over there mm-hmm. but you have to walk all the way over and then look down and then you'll see the koi fish swimming around in mm-hmm. there and they are so cute they, <laughs> they do kind of swim up to the edge when they see people looking at them and stuff you can't feed them or anything like that they're kind of already there so again don't be throwing any random food into right. the koi don't fish feeding them. yeah but i love the koi fish so much i think they're so cool i just love koi fish in a general sense yeah. too like i love seeing koi fish when you go to like those like super fancy like asian restaurants right. something like that and they have the koi fish in, in those ponds so it's so cool to see the koi fish there and yeah i feel like they, they kind of get overlooked a 
a lot. A lot of people don't realize that they're right there. There is also a little, I guess, like not kiosk, but like a little pavilion right there, right like there. a little thing yes. that sells a lot of the the sake and uh, Japanese right. drinks. So mm-hmm. usually there's a big line right next to it, and people don't realize if you just kind of get out of line and look over, the koi the fish koi is swimming fish around. The pond. But they're they're so lovely to look at. I love little koi fish so much. Right. <laughs> so definitely make sure you check them out too. All right, what's in your number three? Drinks in Mexico. Drinks in Mexico. <laughs> a margarita with the dips and chips in the la. I think it's called la cava now. Um, the the cave down in the Mexico pavilion. Mm-hmm. It, it's very crowded. It's always very hard to get into. Now they have a whole tequila tasting experience, which I'd love to do, but can't because you'd have to carry me to the parking yes. lot <laughs> after that, especially during the day. And says the, heat the person the who is like, she's like the tequila connoisseur yes. in our family. <laughs> yes, but I can't drink it all at once. So I said, I would love to do that, but I'd, I'd have to eat a whole meal first and then go there and then go home. So yeah. And then we get the wheelchair out. Yes. Wheel so, back to the car. so I probably won't be doing the tequila experience, but they're, they're margaritas are delicious. Their dips and chips are delicious. It's Mm -hmm. queso and salsa. They're just, it's so good. You get to go sit in there and feel like you're in a little Mexican bar. Like I said, it's just fun. I just like Mm -hmm. doing that. You know, and when you walk into the Mexican pavilion, you're like, you're immersed too. It's dark. You're Mm -hmm. like, it's nighttime in Mexico. Yes. You feel like it's nighttime in Mexico. And like I said, the surprise is when you come out and the sun's out, it's like, oh my God. (laughs) But I just, it's fun to go in there and eat the chips and, and have a drink and just relax. Yeah, no, for sure. We definitely agree. I'm not mm-hmm. as big a, as a drinker as my mom is. <laughs> well, I'm not a big drinker, I have to say. I'm well, really, you were really... back in the day, for sure. Yes, I was back in the day when I was young and carefree, but I, I, I do like well, my- you're still young and carefree. Yes, I don't think so, but I do like a good tequila. And I've come to the point where if I'm going to drink, I want to drink something I enjoy. I don't yeah. drink for the sake of drinking. I, I drink because if I'm going to have a drink, I want to enjoy mm-hmm. the drink. It has yeah, to. I'm the same way though. Right. It has yeah. to go with what I'm eating. You know, I mean, I won't drink tequila if I'm having Italian good. food, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But I usually don't drink it when I'm having a hamburger or something. But it depends upon what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to hang out and do. And I'm not a sugary drinker normally. So a margarita is fun, but I'd rather drink the tequila straight because mm-hmm. I just, that's the kind of person. I'm a, a very simple eater and a very simple drinker. Yeah. So, you know, but that place has all the tequilas. So if I go there and I mm-hmm. want to order something, I can order my favorite tequila. So yeah. And let's remember, she drinks it straight, everyone. Just straight on the rocks. It's just wild. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us can't do that. Yes. <laughs> all right. In my number three, I have looking and watching the fish and the aquatic animals in that, like in the Nemo and Friends area. That's like behind the ride after you get off the ride. Forgot all about that. Yeah. I love looking at all the Oh I God, I forgot the aquarium. How could I forget yeah. that? So okay. I, I didn't know what to call it because I guess it is an aquarium technically. It's a very like little mini aquarium yeah it's a mini aquarium yeah but i love it so much they have animals there Uh too what they have right now a manatee i think is is right Uh, oh yeah you go upstairs and they feed the manatees yeah or is it a beluga whale i can't remember Uh what animals they have there off the top of my head but and they have dolphins for sure we've Mm -hmm. seen the dolphins before Mm -hmm. again they have a little nursery section with all the little Mm -hmm. baby fishies a little baby you know seahorses and then they have just have regular tanks too just Mm -hmm. filled with fish a lot of fish from like nemo how could i forget that yeah no that was like one of my i was like we have to go 11 now it's so funny because you know i'm in through this on me at the last minute because I originally thought well, we were doing a different, a different thing. Podcast and have the, the right. brain I knew I didn't have it. to because I did so much work for the last podcast. I said, oh good, I don't have to do anything. I just I have to sit and listen. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden she said, oh by the way, we're going to do our 10 favorite things from Epcot. My mind went blank. Now, I mean, yeah, how could that happen? And I'm saying to myself, okay, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Forgot all about that. That's yeah. one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, no, I love it. It is so mm-hmm. fun just to be in there. You can just sit by one of those tanks and just like, just okay. sit and just Well, that'd be my 3A. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> But yeah, 
yeah, I just love it so much. I think it's okay. great. And again, I love aquariums in a general sense. My <laughs> brother growing up, he was a big he was a big aquarium person. So we literally have gone to every, every aquarium, aquarium in like every major city I've ever been and to. And I love I've it. I do love it. Yeah, no, I love it. Even when I travel on my own, if I can go to the aquarium, mm-hmm. I will go to the aquarium just to see it. Yes. You know, the Disney one. Again, it's very small. Obviously, it's not like a full-fledged aquarium. But you but don't need a big is, one. You just yeah, want to watch great. them. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I think this is really okay, great. That'll, anybody who listened to the one of the last podcasts when I did the contemporary, I had 3A, yeah. 4A, 5A pages. <laughs> I had things inserted everywhere. So I'm inserting 3A as the aquarium. I forgot <laughs> <It's> to find <fine. laughs> All right, what's your number two? Okay, my number two is the concert series in Epcot. Okay, Okay, I had to put that in there because that's also seasonal. Um, But I have to tell you, I love the concert series because these some of these people they have there is people that I used to see years ago that you can't see anymore. Mm -hmm. And you know they do a full three sets. I mean they're short sets, but they do a full three sets. And you've already paid to get into the park. And some of them will do different songs in each set. Yes, wait around for all three. You're hearing you're hearing their whole repertoire of songs and they're entertaining entertaining and they're fun and they it, it like I said it's already free technically because you've already paid to get into the park so why not take advantage of it yeah for sure um so I really like the concert series yeah no I do think they're really fun even if you're not mm. even going to stop and sit and watch just to walk by it's oh yeah we've never stood online and waited we always wait till the end yeah. and then just slip in in the back you yeah, know and no, sit in the back sure, I don't so. have to sit in the first row I just want to hear it and it's just so much fun that they they do really do have some good acts yeah no they definitely do they bring in mm. a lot of good ones mm-hmm. and they do this for all the festivals so Flower Garden, I think it's called Flower and Garden Rocks. Right. And then Food and Wines, Eat to the Beat. Mm-hmm. Festival of the Holidays. It has to do with, kind of with the candlelight procession. So yes, the candlelight exactly procession. But for that one too, I think the the hosts will come and do the reading for the yes. candlelight procession. And then there's music, of course, you know, right. afterwards as well. John Stamus is going to be there when they're yeah, there, when we're when there, we're there yeah, on so Christmas. So we'll have to just go that. at least take a look at him. I like him. I wonder how crowded some of these like speakers get, like if he pulls in a big crowd. I think some of them really pull in a big crowd. Neil Patrick Harris is a very popular popular one too. Yeah, he's right after him. John Stamos. Yeah, in a big crowd. Although right. Simu Lee is going to be one of them. We're just missing him. And I'm kind of oh. sad about that because he's one of my favorite actors right now. I can't okay. believe he does that though. I didn't know that. So Yeah, well that happens um, with the concert series too. You know, they'll have all these like the voodoo daddies and all these people and yeah. Starship, Jefferson Starship. And I'm like, oh, can I plan a trip all day? there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like that. I don't have mm. that on my list, but I do like that concert series mm. as well. It oh, you really can make good. it 3A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my number two, I have Sitting Along the World Showcase. And for my specific one I said with a snack mm. my specific snack here is the guacamole and chips at the Mexican oh, Mexico. pavilion so you can kind of sit anywhere you'd really like with the guacamole and chips you can sit in the Mexican pavilion we've sat kind of across from like the little African outpost mm-hmm. before anywhere you can really basically get a seat for the most right. part at that point <laughs> sometimes it's just hard yeah but yeah I love the guacamole and chips at the Mexican pavilion oh, so it is good. so good it is very fresh guacamole mm-hmm. I feel like too, you get a good amount of guacamole too for they what you're do. paying for they give you a nice portion yeah guacamole as we all know is expensive mm-hmm. wherever, wherever you get in the US I know. Guacamole is expensive. And for the money you're paying for, I think you get a pretty good portion. You get a good portion of fresh tortilla chips. So definitely worth it. That's one of my favorite snacks around the World Showcase uh, is guacamole and chips. And That's our favorite thing from the Mexican pavilion anyway. Like I said, we were thinking about yeah. going to Mexico to eat. And I looked at the menu and said, really, all I want is the guacamole and chips. So we can just buy that outside as a I snack. Know. I mean, like, then- I like Mexican food a little bit more than my mom does. <laughs> I would eat other Mexican food as well. The guacamole chips is a big staple. It's a big step, sure. You definitely yes. make sure you get that. Right. But yeah, that is one of my favorites. And again, just again like my mom was saying before like when she likes to sit in front of the Italy pavilion it's like just sitting and just like watching the people go by I think the world showcase is a great spot for sitting and people watching because a lot of people are kind of on the move around the world showcase mm-hmm. or it's in different areas of like certain parks or certain areas even of Epcot itself more people are a bit more stationary 
Yes. So you may all be sitting together, maybe like in the land, for instance. Everyone's yeah, around the land, they the kind land. of sit. Yeah, you don't yeah, see it's a lot not of as people. much people like moving from one right. pavilion to another, trying to get to another. That's part of the reservation fun. or a ride uh-huh. or something like that. So yes, yeah, so I do just love that area. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, and now we've made it to our number one. What is your number one? Okay, well it's funny because my number one kind of encompasses everything at this point I because my number one is the browsing and walking through the pavilions. All right, that's basically the same as mine too. Is the encompassing walking around the world? Showcase. Right, <laughs> walking around the world showcase. Yes, yeah, so and sorry to the front of the park this right. is our world showcase that focus. includes right we like the front of the park because yeah. there's a couple of, the park of rides we it. like to go to but once you do the rides that's it we're done you and know? once all the construction is done i think i think like it'll be a little more. better like again we haven't seen the journey of water yet but i so. gotta tell you that walking i just love going to epcot just to start it like i said whatever side we start on i yep. don't care just start on the side and yes just i don't walking. care what side we start mm-hmm. on i just love the fact that every pavilion has its own little details like you said morocco or china or japan or you, know, you go into japan you walk up towards where they they have that new quick service restaurant at the top. It's all yeah, like waterfalls it's so and beautiful. stuff. And then you go to China and you sit in their courtyard. And then you go to Morocco and you're like you said you're in the middle of like you feel like you're 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 in in Africa. And then yeah, I just I just love walking through all the stores and seeing the merchandise. Mm-hmm. And and that was my number one. My number one thing to do is to walk, just to keep on walking. And that's why we have to stop yeah, and no, get snacks here too, and there because we get tired. Too. Yeah, it's just so fun just to walk and just to look. Right. I love too looking across the world showcase too at like you know the skylines right. speak of just, the world showcase yeah it's just so much yeah. fun as the sun sets over right. the uk pavilion you're like oh look at that you know, uh-huh. the sun is it just every it's time like, of day every time of day has a different view yeah. every time of day has different stuff going on you've got characters in some of the countries you've got people coming and going you've got you and know if you really walk through each pavilion there is so much to look so at, much detail so much to see like if you go into the back of the uk pavilion there's mm-hmm. another little concert series they do back there right back there with the, the uk back the Canadian pavilion. right you can go all the way to the back of the France pavilion. Right. Like each pavilion has so much that's like packed into it. It's incredible. Yes. And it has all the detail. I mean, yeah. even when you walk I past France it. and you look at the French <laughs> restaurant that's there, you don't realize the detail that's on those windows. That when mm-hmm. you look into that restaurant, you kind of look past the detail on the windows and you're looking at the people eating at their tables or whatever. Yeah. But if you stop to back up a little bit and think about it, yeah. the, when you walk down the streets of France, because we've been to Paris, when you walk down Paris, that's yeah. what got me was the architecture. One of the paintings, one of the pictures I have in my house is of a florist. It was just a florist window with some flowers on the street. And I took the picture because it was just typical Paris. And when you walk and pass that restaurant, what you don't pay attention to is all the wrought iron detail around the window. So if you really take the time, like I said, when you kids were young, we didn't take the time to see a lot of that stuff because you were not interested in seeing a lot of that stuff. And keeping you kids moving and doing and whatever and seeing everything was more important than it is now. And I think that's why when people say to me, you're going back to Disney? What what are you doing, Disney? What do you mean, what do I do? in Disney. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of detail. You see something new every time. Yes. it's a, And I enjoy that kind of stuff. Some people don't enjoy that. Some people want yeah. to go to the islands and sit on a chair and have a drink and look at the beach. And that's fine. I'd like to do that too. But I have to say that when you go to Disney, especially now at my age and your age that you're you know an adult, walking through those pavilions is just so much fun. No, for sure. Yeah. And like we said, you know, you go into Italy and they have like these dress bags that we bought <laughs> that you cannot buy anyplace else. And then, you know, you walk into China and I've bought their um, like pajama jackets and wear them mm-hmm. as as clothes. I mean, yeah. they're beautiful. I've had people stop me and tell me how they love my jacket. And, you know, it's something you can't get here. Yeah. There's things that you can pick Unique up in these items. countries that I'm not going to China. I'm not going to Hong Kong. I'm not going to Morocco. And there's things that you can pick up in these these pavilions that I can't get in New Jersey, you yeah. know? No, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so special to be yes. along the World Showcase. And it's just so lovely to be in, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like Disney, you know, Disney does a lot of that 
that stuff best. Yes. And that's why so we much. enjoy it. And that's why, again, I feel like that could have been, that's like all one to 10. It's like basically yes. the world showcase. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, half of our, half of the stuff was technically details of the yeah. world showcase. But my number one is just, even if I don't do one specific thing, just walking around the world showcase yeah. and hanging out. When I get tired, you sit down and say, where are we? Okay, I'll mm-hmm. have guacamole. Oh, where are we? I'll have an egg roll, you know. Where are yeah. we? Oh, I'll have a cookie from France. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just that kind of atmosphere. And I do look forward to when all the construction at Epcot is done because I wonder how that will, maybe I'll like things in the front of the park, maybe mm-hmm. even more than the World Showcase or what they're going to add more to make it even more different right. and more expensive. Because yeah, right now the front of the park is, is all construction. Well, I think that's why they did the Moana too, to keep yeah. people more interested in coming through the front of the park. Oh, to yeah. Going through that, having well, something. Well, another stage in the front of the park that's one of the things that they're building there so they could do like the music and stuff all Mm -hmm. year round so that will be interesting too when that's done and what what acts they decide to bring yeah the only entertainment they used to have in epcot was by the fountain and they would only do that at certain times of the year they'd put up a stage and have some acts that used to go up and do some stuff on the stage back there yes i wonder what it will look like when it's Mm -hmm. all done i look forward to it yeah but that was kind of our yeah some of our top favorite things to do in epcot (laughs) i love epcot so much (laughs) transition i just have one thing on our disney news segment today and that is because we were pre-recording this podcast so there is not a lot of new disney news right now for like a pre-recorded podcast so probably by the time it comes out a lot probably has happened so sorry we're not talking about the thing that happened yesterday right. but well the problem is we do not live near each other yeah. so to, in order for us to be together she has to come up with the news yeah but it's just for us to kind of react to mm-hmm. some of the disney news so disneyland paris has announced its new disney symphony of colors is coming on january 8th 2024 it is a, an electric parade in the sky with a drone sequence inspired by the iconic main street electrical parade and it will combine fountains lights and projections i'm so excited for this show i think it'll probably look amazing Mm -hmm. the fact that disneyland paris is doing all these phenomenal drone shows i do wonder when that will come to disney world i'm sure there's a lot of things to do with like i know like you can't just have a bunch of drones flying in the air you know there's some kind of like danger to that you know and there is a lot of things around the immediate area of walt disney world to to have a bunch of drones in the air like that where disneyland paris is a bit more sectioned off from like the other areas of like around them in in france so I do wonder one day, I'm sure we'll come again, like one day to Magic Kingdom. And again, Epcot did have during Epcot Forever, not right now because of the barges in the center of mm-hmm. the of the lagoon. But during the original Epcot Forever, they did have the drones that kind of did the kites around the lagoon. Right. So I mean, like they've had drone mini they've shows some, before, right. but not an all full-fledged drone show the way that Disneyland Paris does their drone shows. Again, once you've seen a drone show, it is very hard to like unsee that. <laughs> it is, it's like, again, I had never seen a drone show like that. I know there have been drone shows in the world before like i know there's a really famous one with like a chinese dragon in the world that's like this okay. huge dragon that's like mm-hmm. moving through the sky that I've, I've seen and heard about and i've seen videos of it but let me tell you a video will never capture what a drone I show not, yeah. looks and feels like when you're standing beneath it because it there's just no way to do it like it just looks like a picture almost in the sky when you just see a photo or a video of it but when you're standing beneath it you realize the magnitude of how large it really is above you and just again on a clear night especially it's just amazing like mm-hmm. I, there's just no other way to describe it so i'm excited to see what this new drone show will look like i'll have to try to get back to dlp so i can see this new drone show i used to love the main street electrical parade so i think that's really cool that mm-hmm. they're basing it off that electrical parade right. trying to i guess maybe bring more like american audience to dlp to go see that yeah. or something just so amazing so i'm, I'm excited to see that I, I know they'll do a great job they always do a great job on their drone shows over there so and again looking forward to the day we get a drone show in florida i think that'll be exciting all right and then we can transition into some disney birthdays there's no disney birthdays this week either not a lot of libras in disney which is kind of Mm. interesting but today the day that this podcast episode comes out is my cousin's son's birthday his name is dominic so happy birthday dominic him and mickey are besties Mm -hmm. so i love that for dominic so happy birthday to him and then later this week on october
October 26th is one of my closest and best friends, Laura. So happy birthday to Laura as well. So later this week, we'll also be happy Laura's birthday. birthday. Laura. All right. And now we can transition into our Disney memory. Okay. So <laughs> as promised, Disney memory. <laughs> it's a world is memory. What happened is it was, de- it was a December vacation. Uh, it was all four of us. And Luke decided he wanted one of the Disney mugs. And when you go to Germany, they have a stand outside that graves on the mugs. Yes. So he wanted one with his, um, he was uh, part of a fraternity at the time and he wanted his fraternity on the mug with the Mickey on the other side. So because they were going to engrave this beer stein, this beer mug, this glass beer mug, we had to wait around for them to do it. And we kind of said, okay, we'll wait around. It was so cold. And when it gets cold and windy in Epcot, it gets cold and windy. <laughs> so we were so cold and Werther's was over there and Amanda and I were like standing there and I said to Amanda, okay, Amanda, let's just go in here just so we can warm up because I'm just so cold. Yeah, it was really cold. We just have to go and just warm up. We walked into Werther's and I think that was the first time that we actually walked into Werther's because like I said, I'm yeah. not a big po- caramel popcorn person. So it's Werther's doesn't like really call me. Wow. That was the first time that we smelled that smell because we walked into Werther's and immediately you warmed <laughs> up and said, oh, Oh my God, this smells so know, good. Right? And that was the memory I have of Werther's. Yeah, the first time really going to Werther's. Because <laughs> yes. the first time you walk, especially if it's cold outside. Uh-huh. I think too, you're in Germany right now. Yes. It is cold. cold. It's freezing. freezing. You know? you know? It's like everyone's speaking German to you. You don't know what's going on. And it's like you don't have any beer in your hand because you're too young because you're only like 10. So. <laughs> too cold to be drinking beer outside anyway. So then, yeah, you walk yes. into Werther's and it smells so so warm, so inviting, yeah, yeah, so lovely. It was just amazing. It was just, and they're so friendly in there too because you go in they and they are. start like smiling so at sweet. you, waving at you. And, and, you know, they, I think they even gave us like a sample of the popcorn. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just, it was just so nice to be in from the cold. And, but when you smell that smell, and like I said, normally I'd pass this, I'd look at it and go, oh yeah, caramel. Okay. They have caramel cookies, caramel popcorn. Yeah. I'm not a big caramel kind of yeah, eater. Am I, yeah. Right. But that night just, it just sticks in my memory. No, for sure. My memory is also with Luke actually. So the, so again, I grew up going to Disney. I was very fortunate and very grateful. I was able to go to Disney all throughout growing up. And I remember one time, I forget, we were kind of by where the United Kingdom Pavilion was and we were waiting for the fireworks and I really wanted popcorn so oh we're God, like all right we're gonna go too. look for popcorn <laughs> and so we decided to go along the way and this is now I know where all the popcorn stands are so, right because now I'm a full, full fledged adult and so I, right. I know where all the popcorn stands are <laughs> as a child I didn't know but at the time though my parents were like oh we don't want to walk to go get you popcorn no. so it was the first time ever that me and my brother were allowed to walk in Disney by ourselves mm-hmm. without our parents that we were going to go get popcorn again this is the first time I, again I was a child I we was sitting all the way by the back gate yeah I was old mm-hmm. enough I think I was, I guess I was around 10 to 11, probably. Mm-hmm. So Luke was like 13 mm-hmm. or, or so. So again, we weren't like little, little kids no. or anything like that. We were just regular kids, I would but say. But Disney was not a place where you said, okay, go disappear. You yeah. Know. So yeah, we were still young enough where, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't want your kid just wandering off or something. Mm-hmm. But again, this was the first time they were like, okay, you can walk to go get the popcorn and then come back. I thought there was a popcorn at the American Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And at the time when we walked by, they do sell popcorn now at the American mm-hmm. Pavilion. But I think at the time they were not selling popcorn at the American Pavilion because we walked by and it wasn't there. Either that or it was like, closed or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. So we kept having to walk by, but I remember like the excitement that me and Luke had, that this was our first time <laughs> wandering around Epcot, like without our parents with us, you know? And now it's like, I wander all the time without my parents. Right. Like, <laughs> go do it, come back. <laughs> so I remember we had to go all the way down to Mexico and that's where we, at the time we found the first popcorn stand. There is no longer a popcorn stand in Mexico. So just keep that in mind. But at the time, yeah, we went all the way down to Mexico. I remember getting online in Mexico for the popcorn stand. And then I, I can't remember if Luke called you. Luke you called, called me. Us. Cause he had to rub it in my face. Yeah, Cause he was like, guess where we are. Oh, we're in Mexico. And I was like, you're not in Mexico. And he had the Disney cast member be like, yep, we're in Mexico right now. <laughs> 
he put them on the phone to say, yup, they're in Mexico. Yep, to get my popcorn. So yeah, we had walked around the whole world showcase. My parents were like shocked that we had to go that far. Like how far we actually ended up wandering off, yes. you know? But yeah, but it was quite funny though. And I, I do remember that. Remember that, remember I remember that. Because it was like, what the hell? What do you mean you're in Mexico? Yeah, like, we were only supposed to go right. like one pavilion Well, over. the joke was, I think about another, I think the next year we went back and we were going to dinner with friends, with Joe and Jane. Yeah. And um, they went through the similar kind of feel because I said to them, okay, four adults were going to go to the Yachtsman to go have oh, steak yes, dinners. Oh, yes, I do remember that. And yeah. the kids were going to go. They were going to take my my, my friend's like daughter, later, who's yeah. two years younger than Amanda, into Epcot with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, you know, I mean, she had, it was her only child. The kid was young. I forget how old Taylor was at the time. She and would I have said, been like middle school. I was yeah, I guess school, so. And I said to her, school. don't worry yeah. about it. They'll be fine. And I said, they, you know, they, they, they go around all the time now, like by themselves, <laughs> you know. And she's like, you could see that as they were walking off to Epcot and we were walking off to Yachtsman. Yeah. She was like looking and looking and looking. I said, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, Luke will make very good sure that they are not yeah. any place but with him. And he did. He did watch out very, yeah, very yeah, carefully sure. and stuff. But no, yeah, it is a- that first <laughs> jolt. And I do remember that. Well, I feel like it's like a moment too of your child growing up. Yes. That it's like, you know, the first time they go to school, the first right. time they, they do something, maybe walk to the bus stop yes. by themselves. It's, yeah, it's like the first time going off into Disney by themselves. By and themselves. And at the time that- they didn't, now they live in Florida. Now at the time our friends lived in Pennsylvania. Right. But yeah, but again, the first time on vacation, you know, your child going, kind of going, going off, off by themselves own. without an adult. And yeah. like I said, as much as um, Disney is, you think it's all controlled, as a parent, yeah, any parent safe, will know, you know that you still, you still don't want your kids walking around and somebody noticing that these kids have no parents with them yeah, or whatever. Sure. So. so Yeah, but I always remember that though, personally, yes. just, yeah, the first time I wandered Epcot. Yeah, I didn't I believe them. Remember. I thought they were lying until they put the cast member on. <laughs> And I got my popcorn. Yes, you got my popcorn, though. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you're following us on social media, Spaceship Earth Design. It will be linked in the description. And I will have a dedicated Instagram post on our Instagram to let us know what is your favorite thing to do in Epcot. I know there's a lot of things we didn't mention. We didn't talk at all oh. about the areas by oh, you know, God, Test yes. Track and Mission I know. Space. This is too much. Yeah, we didn't talk anything about the land, really. The no. land was one of my honorable mentions at first. I said just being in the land just because I love the land. I love the smell of the land when oh. you walk into the mm. land. But yeah, there's a lot of things that obviously we didn't talk about that you know we didn't go over maybe yeah, the well, butter. we limit it only to 10 there's only so much we can you know yeah like the butterfly garden during mm-hmm. like the festival of the arts there's right. like a lot of like paintings and things that you can do different photo ops obviously we don't do meet and greets in our family so we don't talk about any meet and greets but yeah let us know what your excuse me what your favorite thing to what your favorite thing to do in epcot is i would love to hear it if you're listening on youtube make sure you leave a comment below letting us know also give this youtube video a like if you'd like but if you're listening on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, or anywhere else make sure you give us that five star review if you theme as worthy of five stars i would love that as well as your view on apple Podcasts. we really appreciate it yeah thanks so much for listening everyone and-